Welcome back to the In God She Trust podcast. This is Mandy. This is Kitri. And Tasha. And we are talking about who is in your circle, who are your people, and it was even thrown out, who is your dot? Mm-hmm. And it's, I think, very important to really take a good look into, um, I would say, like the 10 most people that we hang around. Um, I was listening the other you have week. have 10? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't have 10 pounds, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, but it's just like the 10 most people you hang around and that could be friends or family or, you know, whatever. But I was listening, um, to a sermon given by Dave Ramsey, the really, really good, um, financial dude, really, really smart. And he threw out uh, a statistic from a study that I can't remember, but the statistic has stuck in my head ever since he said it. And he said, you're... Um, you behave like your 10 people you are most around and your income shadows or is the average of the 10 most people that you hang around. And so he's saying, if you want to be wealthy, hang around wealthy people. If you want to be a good person and you want to steward really good generosity, be around people who are very, very generous. If you want to have a really good marriage, hang around people who have good marriages because we tend to take on the characteristics and the mannerisms and the kind of almost like the lifestyle of the people that, that we are most around. And with that being said, easier said than done. Way easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, the wealthiest yeah, people. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we live in a, in a community, you know, I mean, we have wealthy people in Wyoming, oh, sure. but we don't have a ton of them. And if, if they, if we do have wealthy people, they are just a, like normal people to us. So like, we wouldn't even know, like there's some people like I, I learned are like multimillionaires in town. I was like, really? Never yeah. would have known. But, um, not just for the money thing, you know, but it's just more so than that, the, more, more so the, the character. character and the principles that, um, that it, it brings to. And I just remember thinking back to high school and all of, you know, the friends I had at the time or the boyfriends I wanted to have. And, you know, my parents a lot of times would be like, that's not a good choice. Like they're, you know, like I, they, they, and one thing I, I will say this, my dad was right about every single one that he said was not good. Ouch. And I, I hate to admit <laughs> that now. Yeah. I hate, but he was right. I mean, my dad is such a good judge of character. I mean, like within the first 10 minutes, he just, he just had this like innate gift. I think that the Lord gave him in order to kind of, kind of tell. And so every single time he was like, that person is not a true friend or that is not um, a boyfriend that you should have. They're not going to, you know, they're going to hurt you. You you know, make sure you protect, protect yourself. And he was right about every single one. And I just remember thinking, um, of just friendships I had, and I'm, I'm a people pleaser by nature. I like, I want everyone to like me. I want everyone to be happy. Um, so when I was in high school, it was really, really hard for me to stick up for myself at all. And like, I just remember I had, had friends that, um, would just run me over a lot and it didn't, uh, it, it wasn't until I got older that I was like, wow, I really did not have good friendships. And those people that I, I was friends with, I mean, that's what, those were the people who got me into alcohol and to trying things at a young age I should not have tried because I was a people pleaser and I, I wanted to, uh, everyone to like me. And, um, the tribe I had then, um, really, I think kind of, um, it altered my future for many, many years because it kind of pulled me into a state of like, you know, darkness or whatever. And the people that we are around, not just in high school, but even as adults, we have to be very, very careful. I think that too, it's important though, to say that 
your circle in high school and is not going to potentially be your circle in your early 20s or potentially nope. your circle in your 30s. It evolves. And, yeah, it, it absolutely does because, you know, we're constantly growing and trying to figure yeah. out. I don't think I, I think it was like 28 before I even stepped back and was like, oh, that's what I want out of life you know Mm -hmm. like for sure like it was like this clarity that came over me and I was just like what have I been doing Mm -hmm. you know and and it was really until and I you know we kind of touched on this in our intro episode but it was really until I'd moved here and like how long have we known each other Mandy three years almost four almost four yeah it was really until four years ago that I actually started to want to have friends because I actually started meeting quality people. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and that's, that's good to, to evolve and change. Well, the, that's, I mean, evolving and changing. The people that you are when you're in high school, when you stay friends with those people, you tend to stay the person you, wasn't, right. you were in high school. Yes. And I realize there are tons of people out there that have the friends that they've had since first grade, my brother being one of them, and that's amazing. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not saying it's not possible, but to grow and evolve together. Mm-hmm. But I know my friendships that I had mm-hmm. in high school constantly changed. And I was about 28 when the person that I thought Hands down, this is gonna be a friend for life. We are Facebook acquaintances at this point, mm-hmm. and that's okay because that's where we need to be, and that's yeah. the right thing for the two of us. And uh, you know, of course, there was pain and all of that stuff, but we're not we're not in the same place. We're not mm-hmm. moving in the same direction, and it wasn't it wasn't good anymore. And so, you know, meeting people who are going to push you spiritually and push you absolutely as all the different things that you are in life, a mother or a working person, um, you know, just whatever mm-hmm. that's, that's who, who you need. Yeah. So here's a question that just popped into my head. So as Christian women, we are, we have it ingrained in us to forgive, to be, um, that type of person because the Lord calls us to forgive 70 times seven. Mm-hmm. However, do you ladies, I know how I feel, but is there a difference between forgiveness and setting boundaries? Absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because you can forgive someone, but not put yourself in the position to allow it to happen again. And without setting boundaries, that's exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think that, and I think we're all can like agree in agreement with that. And I think that what we tend to fall into, and the issues that we fall into with people that tend to be toxic, that we need to set those boundaries with, mm-hmm. is that they come at us and they tend to attack our faith and be like, "Why can't you just?" For- I said, "I'm sorry," you know, "Why can't you forgive me?" Type of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but it becomes a point when it starts to affect your life and. Um, we were discussing this verse, and it's from what? Oh. I'm, I'm asking Kitri because she's always on the go. She's, she's, she's got it. <laughs> so there was, there was two that we talked about. Is, mm-hmm. the, the, is it the bad company? The bad company. So it says, um, 1 Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Mm-hmm. And so taking that verse as it is, even Jesus stepped away from the people that were in his hometown because they – 
you know, it's not that he didn't forgive them, but he knew that there was no um, good to come out of that situation because they were toxic. And he stepped out of that and he went and he went elsewhere to find his mm-hmm. circle. And they, they probably saw him as the kid, you know, the little boy mm-hmm. down the street when yep. he was three or four. And, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden he's stepping into this, this Messiah role. I mean, not that he was stepping into it. He always was, but you know, when he mm-hmm. got older and he really started with his, his ministry, I, I think it also would have been hard for them to view him as the Messiah when they, they had this image of him in, in their heads, maybe of when he was, he was younger, but going back to your boundary things, you know, like I said, I'm a horrendous people pleaser. So it, and I'm still learning this. I'm 27. I'm still learning how to set boundaries with people because to me, you know, it, when, when I learned to forgive, it was to say sorry and to just go on as nothing ever happened. And I realize now that like, I understood what I was trying to be taught was a good thing, you know, that we're not supposed to hold grudges, that we're not, you know, because if you hold a grudge against somebody, you're not actually forgiving them. If you're going to be constantly bringing that back up in a fight or, you know, whatever, that's not actual forgiveness. Um, but, um, I learned it as, oh, when you forgive somebody, you know, you just continue on as things were, and that's not true. And so setting boundaries for me was very, very hard to learn. And it's still very, very hard to learn, but I had a friendship, um, that I had to learn boundaries with. I mean, she was constantly, um, saying mean things to me. And, um, you know, like as a friend, she thought it was funny or like that she could say certain things to me because she's like, Oh, we're friends. Like, you know, I love you. I'm like, there's certain things that you just shouldn't say to people. And I'm I'm not going to get into the specifics of it, but, and then, um, you know, she was always trying to undermine everything I did. And I'm not trying to sound, um, judgmental, judgmental or, or, or boastful at all. But I think there was a, um, a hint of insecurity in her and, or, possibly jealousy and I don't know exactly what, but everything I did, she would question or she'd poke fun at, or she'd try to tear me down instead of, you know, I was really excited about something um, that was going to happen. And I remember it was, it was several years ago when, um, I was like starting my, my fitness and my weight loss journey. And I had like told her about like some goals I had. And like her first initial reaction was that's never going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, that's like when I really started thinking, oh, I'm trying to do something healthy for me. I'm trying to get into um, a good, healthy mindset for you know my body and for my mind. And like she was like, and then she would just would shoot it down constantly. And it was just like little things like that, or um, you know, like a, a guy would be interested in me, and then you know she'd ask him for his number or whatever. Just like little things like that. And um, it wasn't until like. Uh, a, a couple months later, my parents had been like, she's not a true friend of yours. She's not a true friend of yours. But, um, finally, you know, a, a big thing happened and we're, we're not friends anymore. And I've, I've forgiven her about everything. We, we had a nice talk. I forgave her about everything, but, um, she is just one person that I just, I don't hang around with. And it, it took me a while to see that. Um, and once again, I'm not trying to be rude or judgmental, but, um, and people can always change. I, you know, I always firmly believe that people can change, but at that time, she was somebody who was just very, very negative and saw everything in a very, very negative light. And it was actually starting to make me see everything through um, gray colored glasses instead of rose colored glasses. And, um, you know, a couple months later, she's like, hey, let's, you know, get get together and hang out. And I, you know, I was like, I, I love you, but I just don't have 
time. And it's just like one of those things that I had to establish boundaries. And that's hard for somebody who wants everyone to like them and wants to please everybody. But God wants us to forgive. Yes, but we are not meant to be people's doormats to be ran over. We still need to have that, those healthy boundaries. And I imagine that person for someone is the perfect person to be their person. Absolutely. But we all grow and change and what we want out of life and what God wants us out of, or wants out of our lives. We have to find the people who are going to foster that and Sometimes what it starts, the people that it starts out being is not who it ends being, which is a painful process, but it's part of growing in God and growing in who you're supposed to be because each person is going to shed a little light on who you are, what you're supposed to do, and what God calls of you. And without those people who are going to give you some of the adversity Mm -hmm. or some of the pain or some of the things to forgive you wouldn't figure that out. And what you both said just made me think there's, you know, two different things here. You know, Kitra, you said, you know, that when we were talking about Jesus, you know, that they saw him grow up as like a carpenter's son, you Mm -hmm. know, and it made me think like how many times do we have friends that aren't accepting of our changes in our lives, you know, because they always see us as that person that they knew us as, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like, the person that we were before we really like allowed God to change our life, you know? or even family, or even family. Absolutely, yeah, family's a big one. Yep, and and so and then Mandy, you know, you were talking about that too, and 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 it made me think that you absolutely have to be a realist in your relationships. There's so many things, you know, that so many times that we're in a friendship, and they're passive aggressive or they're a little condescending, but they always, it's just like you said, they chalk it off as, Oh, we're, we're friends, you know, type of thing. We have to step back and do what's best for ourselves. And what's best for us is to have a friend that we can be a hundred percent honest with Mm -hmm. that. We can find that there's no judgment and if we, if we have that, and if we, or if we don't have that, I should say, then we need to probably not, like, be oh, so committed to that because you just want a friend. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I'm not going to get all, like, girl love crush on you, Mandy, I here. Know, mm-hmm. you're going. But I'm going to. And it's, just, and it's, it's, not, it's not to exclude Kitri because I just, I adore you. I, I'm, I not taking any I I'm not taking any offense. I'm not taking any offense I've, like, known Kitri for, like, three months or four, four months now. And, and, and like, like two amazing women in this room, but like three, three. Yeah. Aw, we're getting mushy gushy over here. We need like some, uh, some Uh, soundtrack or music. Yeah. But, but Mandy and I can be a hundred percent honest with each other and we can like call each other out. Like, you know, Hey, you probably need to tone that down a little bit or, Hey, you're acting a little crazy here. And we can, (laughs) that's usually me. Um, but, and, and it's really nice and I've never been able to have that in my life. Um, and it took me 30, I was 34 when we, yeah, 34, we were 34 when we, yeah, when we, I'm five months older yeah, on the 34. That, that was early on in the friendship, <laughs> by the way. Don't ever forget that. Um, but you know, and so don't think that like, you know, when you're 16 years old that, you know, your friends are going to be your friends forever, you know, but I mean, and if they are awesome, that's great. It's great. Yep. But it's, it's so refreshing. You know, even the other day I text, 
text you and I was like, am I crazy for doing this? Am I crazy for thinking this? Am Heck I like, no, like, I would do the exact same thing. Yeah, with my and response. That's what she said. Like, <laughs> I did the exact same thing. And I was like, sweet. But I also would have respected it if she had said, absolutely not what she, she has in the past been like, absolutely don't do it. You know, like don't, you know, and, and so, and then I, she, you know, step, take a step back and I don't get offended if she says, you know, and yeah. that's the thing. Like, it's not just maturity on the other person's part. It's maturity on your own part. And to just see that it's like tough love in some senses and true just friendship in, an, in another. And being able to speak the truth in love. And like a lot of times I feel like that, you know, cause I always say we always have to, the truth and love always have to be together. And a lot of times people correlate love with always like mushy, gushy flower stuff, but sometimes it is that tough love, you know, and that's, you know, there's a pact that I have with two of my all time best friends that we we've said, you know, you, you have permission to sit me down and be like what you're doing here or what you said there is, is not right or how you handled that situation was not well. Or, you know, if we're going somewhere in our life where it's not on a biblical path or it's not on a path that's going to help us in the future that tell me it, you know, don't, don't be like, Oh, I want what, whatever makes you happy. Just do it. No, that's, I I don't want a friend like that because Mm -hmm. to me, that's, that's a fake friend. I want somebody that'll be like, look, how you did that and how you handled that was not correct. You need to seek repentance. You need to go apologize or how you're living right now is not how God calls you to live or whatever it is, because I want friendships to foster godliness in me. Like I want all of my relationships to point me toward Christ. And I'm not saying that all of my friends have to be Christians because I do believe you have to be diverse with people. I mean, if we are only friends with the people who are like us, we're never going to grow. You know, we're never going to be able to expand the kingdom either. Exactly. And I have, I have a really, really good friend. She is the complete opposite, um, political, um, view as I am. She's, um, a completely different ethnicity. Um, she just thinks completely differently than I do. And we've had really, really good conversations that have allowed me to open up my mind and open up my heart to how people who don't see the world as I see things, you know, because every single person that walks this planet is made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. And just because they might be in a different political party or a religious group or whatever does not mean that I get to love them any less or cut them out of my life just because they don't think like me. We are supposed to have diverse friends who can, we can either foster the love of God too, or that will foster the love of God in us. So without trying to put you and, or this friend on the spot, would you count her in your tight circle? Yes, I would. That's amazing. Because that's kind of one of the things I wanted to ask. I was thinking about this today and went, all right, so should your, because there's, I have heard teaching from pastors that your circle should not, and I think there's even denominations out there, I don't think I know, mm-hmm. that there's denominations out there who are like, you really should try to find friends with people who think like you. If not, then you need to be spending that time moving them to think like you or to believe like you or things like that. So it was, you know, like, are you in the wrong for making someone who isn't just like you as part of your inner circle? Now, there's different parts of that. For me, like, my people, the people mm-hmm. that I'm going to call when I'm having a bad day mm-hmm. is very, very small. Yeah, And I know like that I'm not, most. like, I know that with one person, 
I'm going to get, <laughs> I'm going to get solid advice, but I'm also going to be able to be a little less PC. Mm -hmm. And then another one is going to give me a very strong, like their honest opinion. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely going to come back to God and it's going to make sure that I'm solid where I need to be. But the other one isn't going to stray me from that, but it's a little less Mm. biblical. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Based. I think it's (laughs) not to make one person less faithful than the other though. That's not, that's exactly, Mm -hmm. that's not exactly what I'm saying at all. But uh, we have a different relationship, and we have bonded mm-hmm. differently. And though those two people equally, I talk about God. Yeah. Um, and so, it's I don't know. Right. But I have my I have my people that mm-hmm. have no faith that I'm close to. And just yeah, I mean you know going back to my friend, I mean she she's not biblical, but she has a lot of biblical characteristics about her. You know, she, she's one to think of others. She's, she's very forgiving and she's very caring. So she, she might not be what, you know, what she calls religious, but she has a lot of those really good characteristics where like, if I talk to her, she's, she's going to have solid advice. It might not be biblical advice, but it still has those characters or characteristics wrapped up in her, you know, because, and she is like one of those people that I'm like, am I crazy here? And she'd be like, yeah, a little bit, you know, <laughs> which is, yeah, which is what I need. Cause sometimes I get, so I, I, cause I'm an overthinker. I overthink myself into like a point of like insanity. Sometimes I'm like, I just need somebody to be like, no, 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 this is, this is a good thought or no, you need to do it this way. But I, I, I would strongly, I mean, and this is once again, this is just my opinion do it that way, what you will. I, I think that it's important to have good friendships that foster diversity from yeah. diverse people. And they shouldn't all be Christians, but yes, you need to have good Christian friends to lean on that are in the faith. Because if you don't have friends that are within the same faith as you, it's hard to biblically get advice on something that may be really, really big that you need God's You're guidance on. You're more likely on. to pull away as well. Exactly. You are more likely to fall away if you don't have the good inner circle. Well, you have the your your Christian friends if they're if they're true followers of Christ, they're filled with the Holy Spirit, which allows us to have discernment, and it allows us to have that um, that conviction. And so I think that you know that's probably where some of these churches that you're talking about, Mandy, come in. And you know, I and I think that that's probably the basis that they're basing that on. I don't agree with it by any means. Um, in the essence that it's great to have those friends because you know, like I'll I'll holler at you and I'll be like, okay, like. As a Christian, like, I'm really struggling, you know, what do you feel is the best route biblically in this situation? Right. You know, and so Mm -hmm. we can absolutely discuss that. I've got another friend that does not believe in God, and I'm ridiculously close to her. But the wonderful thing and the the relationship with the people that you have that aren't faith followers in your life, the important thing is that if you are in like going to have a close relationship with them, this person will sit and listen to me and ask questions about my faith just Mm -hmm. for knowledge of it and to get a better understanding of why I feel and think the way that I do. And and then we have the, the conversation on the other side. Of course, it's a great witness, um, but Mm -hmm. it's also a very, um, fair conversation where it is you a hundred percent maturely agree to disagree and still remain friends. And Mm -hmm. I will call on her sometimes when I just need 
a little bit of a pep talk because mm-hmm. she's great at that. Um, and I love her a hundred percent dearly. Does that sound right? hundred percent dearly. Yeah. I, it's very um, Kansas. Yeah. It's very Kansas. Um, but that's everybody in Kansas got that <laughs> while they're drinking their sweet tea. It's cool. Um, Bless your heart. Oh, sweetie, sweetie, honey, sugar, baby. <laughs> we do not say that kitchen. Cool. We all just back off. It's usually when like, you always know like when a Southern woman like might insult you cause they're like, Oh honey. And you're like, I know what's coming. <laughs> that's what my grandma said. She's like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, like, and that's just one thing that I just tell my friends, um, you know, just be honest with me. I'd ra- I'd rather have my friends be upfront with me than ever. Then I have to question what, you know, their motives or what they think, you know, because I'm, you know, even though I'm a people pleaser, I am still a very black and white person and I will make my opinions known. Um, I, I try to do it in a nice way. Um, sometimes it doesn't come across that way cause you know, tone and it's something I've had to work on. Um, I'm right there with you, girl. You know, but like you're not, you're not meaning it in a mean no. way, but your voice just like comes but people out look aggressive. At me. I, okay. There was a day at work where I totally thought I was saying something in a nice way and mm-hmm. then I look over and Tasha's just staring at me and I'm like, what did that sound mean? She goes, um, absolutely it did. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And I went, are you serious? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And like, are you in a mood? <laughs> I did. I was like, I came across really grouchy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I, and I was totally like, shocked. Yeah. And then I sat back for like an hour analyzing myself and then went, all right, I'm going to have to really make sure that yes. I, I fairly don't say that sentence. I don't even remember what it is now. So hopefully it, it's completely erased, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, wow, make sure that you are paying attention to that stuff because, but I, I appreciate it. Cause she wasn't just like, Oh, you're fine. It was a, what in the world did you just say to that person? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say that. And honestly, like I, I've had to practice over, you know, my, my life to be like, okay, what does your face look like when you say this? What is your tone of voice? And it's not because I'm grouchy. It's just my face. And my voice, but, um, you know, I want, I want friends that, that would be like, be like, girl, you need to re-say that, like, huh? <laughs> you know, and then, um, e- even though I'm like 27, a lot of my friends tend to be older people and I'm like, I don't really you know. You don't have to talk about us like that. Why yeah. that is. Yeah. No, I'm no, 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 no. Like, o- like older There's than 11 me. years and it hurts. Yeah. No, but right. see, okay. I, I, I see you guys as my age, but not like on a, like, you know, like I see everyone is kind of like my equal. No, I I see you as my age, except for that you're clearly not. (laughs) Okay. It's not coming. Once again, it's not coming across how I'm meaning it. So I'm just going to stop talking. But it, but it's because, um, I really like this verse from Proverbs. (laughs) Shut up. I hate you both. I'm just kidding. Just don't look directly at us. Just like, like, I've been using the eye cream. Okay. (laughs) Go listen to our beauty podcast no, <laughs> <laughs> no but it's um and my 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 mom you know she she I don't know I'm just I, I'm afraid to say anything at this point but proverbs, <laughs> yeah you don't want your mom on your bed, so. no but proverbs 13 20 says though the one who walks with the wise will become wise but a companion of fools will suffer harm that's why I, what I was trying to get to you guys is because I want I want people who are smart and will give me good advice. Right. You know, and I, I have... Why didn't you look at us when you said smart? 
<laughs> oh my god! You guys, they are being so mean to me right now. I hate. I'm sweating. I'm like having an anxiety attack. My heart rate is so high right now. Um. So you guys might not be in my friend circle. Either. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just Bill's joking. Character. Good character. But, uh, <laughs> I am not and having fun is right now. Just we're having fun because this is awesome. I'm glad you guys are having fun because I am not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like my palms are starting to sweat. <laughs> Sorry, we had to pause because I was like, we gotta get ourselves together. Um, so anyway, but I want I want friendships that of people who will give me good advice, who you know I I can trust and I I know have gone through things that maybe I'm going through or whatever, you know. And um, I have really good friendships that are like that and then I just like have some friends that are just you know like I'll hang around with them every now and then but it's kind of like that circle you know there's there's a diagram and you can find it anywhere on Google but there's three circles and like the outer one is just like your acquaintances the second one is you know like um friends and family that you aren't in contact with constantly and then your center center circle is your really close friends and your really close family and I also want to make a point to um it's not just friends. Sometimes it's family members right. that we have to um, be careful of being around. And once again, I'm not saying judge everyone you're around, you know, but it's like, are they fostering? Yeah. You're judging or not. Right. It's just like, are they fostering um, good into my life? Do they make me want to be a better person? I look at everyone or like in my circle. I'm like, if I was that person, would I be proud to be that person? If the answer is no, I might not hang out with them as much because I want to be a person that somebody else wants to be like and everything that I do I want I want Christ to be seen in that way so if my close 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 circle doesn't reflect that you might be in my second circle right Ava so my daughter is 14 and this was a few years ago but we moved here almost four years ago and um she you know she's gone through a few different friends like luckily she has found a good group at this point but which is so important when you're it her is. age. Oh my gosh, yes. It's so important at but that it's, age. But it's a constant conversation and I have said to her the bad company corrupts good character since she was little. Every time mm-hmm. there was a friend about or a conversation about friends like, "Mom, my friend just did this or this person said that and now this person is acting like that." And I would use that as an example of this is why we have to really be careful yep. on who are, ma- are like choosing to be friends. And of course I want to be friends with everyone and be nice to everyone. Right. But who are we going to like invite over to the house and things like that? Well, I'm thinking of a story. She, she invites these two girls that I had never met before and invites both of them at the same time. Cool. No big deal. We don't care. And, um, we ha- are during dinner, we're sitting there and they're doing most of the talking and my husband and I are just listening to it. And you can see my daughter's face, like, go back and forth between us, like, with huge eyes and, like, worry. So <laughs> and anxiety. And, and, anxiety, yes, because yeah. she's going, oh, my gosh, right now they are judging the kind of people they are. And not judging in a bad way, but this is my daughter. And this is, you know, I'm helping to make sure that she is connecting with the right people mm-hmm. and growing her faith and, and just to become the person that I'm hoping that she'll be. And, um, anyway, the next morning they leave around like close to the back to back from each other. And the first thing she does is she turns and looks at us and she goes, so what do you think? 
and we both go, if you have to ask us that question, mm-hmm. you know, you the already answer. know that they're yeah. not the right people to be spending time with. Great that you invited them over. I'm really glad you guys had a good time. But if you already have to say, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And I said, you already knew that last night. When you doubt, were don't. looking back and forth at us with this big freaked out face mm-hmm. of, I cannot believe she just said that. And I tried to make sure, like, one girl immediately got up and, like, put her dishes in the dishwasher. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're amazing. Can you please teach my daughter that? Because I'm going to try and build them up. Right. Even if I'm like, huh, you're never going to be invited back to my house. But it is, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those of. Yeah. No matter who we come across, we should always try to be uplifting. But, yeah, it's like that when in doubt, don't type thing, you know. But, like, I mean, I, I just think back to when I was younger, young, you know, I I thought, you know, I was the, I was known as the Miss Goody two shoes all the time. And, you know, the type of people or the type of boys I wanted to hang around is because I thought I could change them, you know, but that, that verse, you know, bad company corrects good morals. It's just eventually over time, I slipped away from my faith because of the people I was around. And like, now I have a good group of friends like you guys, you know, that I'm like, okay, these are, these are people that if I was like them, I would be proud to be like them. Or I go to you for advice or be like, oh my gosh, I had the weirdest day. Or, you know, or what I texted you guys the other day. I'm like, I'm crazy. This is why I was crazy. But, but, and it's just like, I know that I have good friends that I can go to. And I just feel like everyone needs to kind of look, look at their circle and make sure that all of their friendships are fostering good biblical characteristics regardless if they're biblical or you know if the people are religious or they go to a church or whatnot or not that they are fostering good quality that you would want to have or you would want your kids to have and that's the one thing that I constantly tell my children is that you influence your friends they don't influence you yeah and so it's this this goes to say they can hang around it's just like they can hang around kids that they you know are just testing out but you know they better not come back and be influenced by the bad behavior if you're going to hang around them then you be the influencer and you know and that that goes to say for all of our relationships no matter how old we are Mm -hmm. Um, but ultimately what the call is is that you know be aware of yourself and value yourself enough to put yourself in relationships that are honoring and are mm-hmm. good for you and if they're not then step back from them and reevaluate reevaluate mm-hmm. and don't be scared if that means that your you know friday night list of people that you go hang out with it all of a sudden means that you're home for a Friday night because you have excluded yourself out of that situation. Amen. Yep. So just, just be real with yourself. Don't think that you have to be, um, in any hurry to find that circle because the Grammys over here, it took us a little bit of time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and weirdly we were on the same schedule. I know we were on the same schedule. And so it's, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time because I don't think I never kept friends in high school. I had a really bad group of friends in my early 20s. Um, and because of that situation, I completely stayed friendless for a good, well, I guess, 15 years after that. Mm-hmm. And it's okay because the time will come. Yeah. yeah. And my story sounds nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But the people that I was friends with are just, it's not that case anymore. And I've never been a huge group person. Mm-hmm. I, I like my small circles. I like my people that I know and and things like that. And I was going to say something based off of what you were saying. 
it doesn't just have to be your girlfriends. Like it's easiest to talk about your friends being your girlfriends and your, your confidants in that way, or your mom or your sisters right. or whatever, but it's the boys as well. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. And so, and that, I mean, I'm not calling my child out on that, but that will be a conversation I know that we're going to be having in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, one little piece of advice that I have learned is if they ever, and this, this goes for anybody, your friends, your family, you know, husband, boyfriend, whatever. Um, if they ever try to pull you away from your morals or your values or what you hold true, that is not a person that loves you. And that is not a person that cares about you, especially if they're trying to manipulate you to do what, what they want. And if, you know, if they're trying to pull you away from God or what you value or what your family has taught you to be good and true or whatever, that's not somebody who cares about you. And that's not going to foster love into you. They're just trying to get something out of you. And I wish I would have learned that a lot sooner, but the people who are trying to get you to turn away from God or your morals or your values is not a friend to have. And that's not somebody that actually cares about you. You influence them. Yeah. That we ultimately get influenced by the Lord. Absolutely. And so he should be the one if you, I mean, that's what I I tell my kids this too. I mean, they're, you know, four and six. And I just say, say, would you be in that situation if you knew that Jesus was sitting right beside you? And then I say, Ooh, that's really good. I say, you know, and they'll be like, well, no. And I'm like, well, you know, funny because he's always with us. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah, he is. I mean, he's always there. Yeah, Yeah, nice. But, but it's true, you know, you just, you have to, and it just goes, that, that situation you said of Ava being at the dinner table, I mean, if you want to feel comfortable doing what you're doing or saying what you're doing with Jesus sitting next to you, then you best If you can't sit there with your parents in front of yep. you, you definitely can't. Yep. And the thing is, what's so funny is it was innocent conversation and it was just their takes on it mm-hmm. that she was going... Oh no. Uh-huh. Oh no. And I'm like, and we're just smiling and eating and and not doing anything but giving that like, you know giving grace. Giving grace, yeah. but also that and I'm not like giving her the eyes over the dinner table of like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. It was just we're gonna we're gonna love on these kids while they're in our space. Mm-hmm. And then she left and I'm like, Cool, let's I love that you brought it up. Let's sit and talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, one other one I said, Okay. This one, I think, potentially was a weird day, or this person brought out something in this one, so let's try it again. And it fostered another conversation right after that. And, okay. And that was that was the end of it, which yeah. I'm so thankful for, because I don't think that's the case for a lot of parents. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, you're doing good. You're being an example to your children to of how a friendship should be, about how communication should yeah. be, about how non-judging should be. Um, and I just think that's important, you know, it's, it's good to, I, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm loving just this little circle that mm-hmm. the three of us have right now because it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't feel like I'm going to walk out and like, there's going to be any chatter behind my back, you yep. know, anything like it's just true, um, true love, you know, and, and, and the word sense. Yeah. 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 La, 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 la.
well, yeah. And so, I mean, if, if you've been thinking, you know, to our listeners at home, if you've been thinking like, you know, your circle is just feeling off or you just, if, if you want to be, you know, more godly then you know, see, see if your friends are, you know, just kind of evaluate your circle. And we're not saying to dump every friend you have because yeah. that's dumb, but make sure that it, they're, they're godly people and they're people that you would want to be around and that they should pull you closer to God. If there's a Christian, they should be diverse and you should make sure that, you know, there's, there's love and good biblical qualities in in all of your friends. So with that, we're just gonna end there and we love you guys and we hope you keep listening. You can send us a Gmail at igstrusts at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at in dot God dot she dot trusts and you can also find us on the facebook page <laughs> at in god she trusts and uh we will see you guys later bye bye, bye.